0: Hey everybody, it is the Drive to School podcast. I'm Pastor Goodman and Michelle Bauman, the director of Why for Life is back. Michelle, how you been?
1: Great, how are you?
0: I'm doing okay. We've both been doing some traveling. I guess uh, Lutherans for Life just did a a national conference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, In Rock Island, Illinois, it was a great gathering opportunity to to meet a lot of people and uh, to get energized about uh, sharing the message of life with others.
0: That's so awesome. I'm really glad that you guys got the chance to get together again. I, I know at conferences too, it's just, it's a reunion of sorts for us. Um, and it, it's just, it, there, there's, we're the body of Christ and, and there's something that happens when we're actually in the same room. Um, yeah. Podcasts are great, but uh, you know. Yeah.
1: If there's something wonderful about being in a room of over 200 people, you know, and, and to know that this is, this is extended family. This is family that God's provided for us um, and, and to rejoice in that family. So Absolutely. yeah, it's a wonderful That's time. Awesome.
0: I'm glad. So we're back and I guess we had a a little bit of playing time so we can we can waste time on TikTok. So let's talk about (laughs) uh, let's talk about uh, life issues on the TikTok feed. What do you got for us?
1: Yeah. So there's been a lot of life issues coming out, a lot of videos. But what I want to talk about today are kind of two different videos that show us opposite views of the topic of abortion. And um, and I want to start with uh, Taylor Swift which <laughs> it's kind of an odd place to start. When we're I don't know. About... dropped.
0: about- let let's go.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, so she, she just uh, dropped a song a couple of weeks ago called Bigger Than the Sky, and it's been getting a lot of, lot of commentary on TikTok, a lot of speculation as to what, what she means um, by the lyrics in her song. And a lot of people are coming to the conclusion uh, that it's not just a song about loss, but it's a song about the loss of a pregnancy, uh, the loss of a child um, through, uh, we, we would assume natural, natural means, right? So um, a miscarriage of sorts. And, and she's mourning that loss. Um, now, again, it could be about loss, about anything. There's obviously elements of grief, but a lot of women have listened to this song, women who have experienced miscarriages and, um, and are responding in very powerful ways on on TikTok. Um, They're showing their reactions to the song. They're um, creating mementos um, or or talking about uh, mementos for the children that they lost or talking about the reality of the grieving that they have gone through uh, when they've experienced this miscarriage. In fact, some of the women are just now going Through that grieving so it's a miscarriage that happened a while ago and um and they did not did not feel that they either had the time had the ability to grieve because it was such a young life or um that they they were uh, given permission to grieve and so this song has has i think opened up the discussion about miscarriage and the and the discussion about um how how traumatic that experience is and how much we need to talk through that because uh, the truth is um, the life that was lost was a life it was a life um, in most cases desired and and planned for or at least um, someone was excited about when they found out but even in those surprise pregnancies it was still a life and one that they were rejoicing over Um, and so so I, I think this is What a great opportunity for us as 4Life people to to address this um, topic, to to really um, uphold the lives of those who have experienced miscarriage or or loss um, of of a a baby before it is born. Um, But also to realize that the words that we use and the phrases that we use um, can be we can choose phrases and words that are uplifting, right? So to say, "Well, at least the baby didn't live long," um, isn't isn't the comforting response, right? The uh, <laughs> comforting response is is uh, focused on this baby. I'm so sorry that this baby is lost to you, and I will continue to pray for you uh, and and um, to to pray that this baby that you were able to meet this baby uh, in heaven someday. So right. it's I, just opened up lots of opportunities.
0: And I think it's important. Um, one of the, the things I, I love about getting to talk with you is there's always sort of the gospel underneath all of these topics. Um, this isn't this isn't sort of the opportunity then to, to point out flaws in somebody's argument, but to recognize that there are people who are hurting and don't always have the words to express it, or even sometimes the permission. I know um, my wife and I have, have had two miscarriages. Um, and so sorry. It, it's, it's a place where, um, you, you almost feel at odds with traditional funerals because the life was so small um, and, and, and so young. Um, but to talk about it, though, for us, um, people just, they came out of the woodwork. They shared their own stories. We, we found hope in the idea that faith does come by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, that even in the womb, these children can hear the word of God. And so this isn't a place to have an argument, but a place to actually share the gospel that offers comfort to those who are grieving. And thanks be to God that, that our Lord would meet us even in, in these dark days.
1: That's right. And we need that closure. We need the opportunity to be able to say this was a life, a life that we lost and a life that God God has redeemed, that God created and redeemed and and, and a life that, that we will see again. Um, I think for parents struggling, like you said, it's such a small, a, a, a young life. Right, And so we, even funerals, we don't often have funerals for miscarriages uh, because we don't even necessarily have the, the ability to, to see what this life looks like uh, if it is very small. And, um, and so part of the grieving process is being able to say goodbye, being able to put um, that child uh, into the ground, to commit that child to uh, God himself and, and we're missing some of those elements. And so this is where the um, the Christian community really can come in and provide uh, that support system and, and help uh, with that, that closure and to remind parents of the hope that they have. So um, it, because of Christ, because of the promises of God. Um, but yeah, we have this wonderful opportunity to do that. And, and what... You know, how powerful too that um, God is at work even through Taylor Swift's song <laughs> to, to remind us that, these, that life is important and, and to remind us of our call, our vocations to uphold the lives of others in our communities and, and to affirm their grief and offer a word of hope. Absolutely. So.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, so, so there's a, a place to spread a little bit of positivity on the internet, and, and God knows it needs it. Uh, the other stuff that's going on on TikTok is is usually, well, a little less wholesome. You're telling me about. One.
1: <laughs> yeah, so on the other opposite of the side of the spectrum, on the on the opposite side of the spectrum, we have some TikTok videos that are focusing. On uh, what they're calling papaya abortions. Now, this isn't something that's new. I did a little research, and apparently, they've been happening since around 2005. Um, so, relatively new, right? When we look at at the history of the world, and yet, um, and and yet we see that, um, again, unfortunately, because of our sinful nature and and because of our desire to do uh, dark deeds, um, we we have this we've used this fruit as an opportunity to um, practice abortions. And um, and right now it's being portrayed as a very positive way to affirm um, doctors who are going out into the field, um, a a way to get around uh, maybe the the laws and and the um, stipulations that would prevent actual abortions from happening uh, as as doctors are preparing for for their career. And so you know so we have on the one hand this grieving over the loss of life, and we have on the other a celebration and and a uh, of the loss of life. um and how you know, appraising uh, for for how abortions are done so well on on papayas, and look, they're getting all of this experience. Um, but let's be real. A papaya is not a uterus. The seeds from a papaya are not babies. Um, And and what we're talking about here is a a life issues that's very, very serious with lots of consequences. We have the grieving over here of of people who have lost children, but, but let's also be honest that the people who experience abortions also go through, and studies show this, grieving as well, whether that happens now, or whether that happens 40 years from now, um, we, we have the loss of life. And uh, that shouldn't be um, treated in a flippant way. It shouldn't be treated in a, in a, uh, a fun, let's, let's, let's rejoice over the fact that we found a way around this law uh, to train doctors. Um, But it should be treated with with all seriousness that that this these that abortions not only cause a death um, and potentially more than one death, but they also have long term traumatic consequences for women. So sure. yeah,
0: it's it's one of those things that uh, we do when we're afraid of something is is we try and dehumanize it and we try and laugh at it. Um, yeah. And this 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 sort of trend on TikTok. Um, it, it's a place where we try and take away the impact of what's actually happening because it, it makes it easier to confront. We, we make jokes about it because we, we laugh at the things that we can't control because then we, we can at least pretend that we can. Um, it, it's It's a chance to talk about fear. It's a chance to talk about what it is to, to confront something that is, is bigger than you um, terrifying, because it is a complete lack of control. Uh, for us, this is not just a, a conversation about making the right choice, although we, we yeah. stand by this. At the same time, it's it's a promise that that God is with those who, who have been sinned against. It's God who is with those who are sinners, and it's it's God who promises never to leave us nor forsake us, even as we, we go through dark and awful things. Uh, so for both those who are, are afraid of what might come and their trying to work themselves up to, to having an abortion, to, to those who, who have had one, and, and they're just trying not to think about it as a life, uh, but sooner or later, that, that conscience rears its head. We get to talk about, then, the hope that is Christ who is crucified and, and the promises that God makes to sustain us.
1: That's right. First Peter 3.15 tells us to always be prepared to give an answer to the question, uh, to be prepared to give an answer to, to those who would ask you for the hope that you have. And I'm totally messing that up. I have no, that memorized, and I'm totally messing it up. But, yeah, but to be prepared to give an answer to the question uh, for the hope that you have. In um, any way, that, that answer that answer is one of grace. Uh, that answer is one of light and life. Um, that answer is found in Christ and, and the renewing of of life, the forgiveness of sins, the hope to come despite despite this world. Um, and, and you mentioned, you know, that idea of of darkness, and, and we've been talking about it. Um, our sinful flesh longs for the darkness. It leans away from the sun, from Christ Himself. And um, you know, as we enter into winter and we we know that the that the earth is tilting away from the sun and and in well the northern hemisphere and we see we see death and we see, we see that coldness. We're reminded, I think the seasons can, can help us remember this, this reality that we too um, are tempted to, to lean away. That darkness is also in our life. And yet the answer is, is God's word and God's sacraments which pull us back toward him, which give us the light and life that he has promised. And, um, and, and this is the answer. To the world's problems, this is the answer to life issues. It is an answer that is filled with grace.
0: Michelle Bauman is the director of Why for Life. Uh, there is some positivity on TikTok. You can follow Higher Things on TikTok, but Why for Life's out there too. What's your handle?
1: Yeah, so LFL Why for Life. Uh, that's our handle. And let's just give uh, Higher Things another plug. If you want to talk about Trauma, and you want to talk about how to address trauma? Join us in a couple of weeks at Chats for Life because you will be there to talk about that with us, um, and and how um, you know how we can address that from again a gospel motivated life affirming voice.
0: I'm looking forward to it. That's uh, that's November third, right?
1: Yes, yes, very soon. That's right. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Michelle. Hope you have a great day.
1: Yeah, you too. Thanks.